Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Recorded live. You're listening to the Jam Radio Network with Minister Kenneth Jenkins. Here's Pastor Colin Smith with today's key for unlocking the Bible. There only ever was one person who could truly say it is finished. I won't be able to say that when I die, and neither will you. Only Jesus could say, I have brought you glory on earth by completing the work that you gave me to do. You know, as a Christian, you've begun the work of all the commandments, but you haven't finished the work of any. I can't identify a single day of my life in which I could say I lived that day to perfection. No, every day we're in the position of saying, I've done the things I shouldn't have done, and I haven't done the things that I should have done. However long you've been a Christian, you need the Savior now as much as you did the day you first came to him. So thank God that he could say, it is finished. You've been listening to Pastor Colin Smith of Unlocking the Bible. If you'd like to hear more, visit our website, unlockingthebible.org. I'm in the car next to you on the highway. I sit in front of you on the bus. I'm one out of every six Americans, and I'm struggling with hunger. This isn't an uncontrollable epidemic. There's enough food in this country to feed every hungry person. Please, visit feedingamerica.org today and find your local food bank. Every dollar you donate helps provide seven meals for those around you, quietly struggling with hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. My name is Dale Pazinski. I'm 19 years old, and this is how I live united. I've always been kind of a computer geek, and I found a way to use those skills to help the homeless in my community. For people facing hard times, computer skills and a basic resume are so important. It may seem like a small thing, but it makes a huge difference in people's lives. So with United Way, I created a program where I work with the homeless. Together, we go through their whole job history, write a resume, and then save it on their very own USB drive. We provide workbooks and training certificates. I even budgeted for cupcakes so we can celebrate as a class when one of our people gets a job. That's huge. When somebody says, hey man, that job that you helped me apply for, I got it. That's what Living United feels like to me. My name is Dale Pazinski. I help people achieve financial independence. So I don't just wear the shirt, I live it. Give, advocate, volunteer, Live United. Go to liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. You are listening to Quiet Storm Inspirations with Minister Kenneth Jenkins. And good evening and welcome to Quiet Storm Inspirations on this first week of June. First Saturday in June. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in to Quiet Storm Inspirations. These are the staple singers. Oh, 
This is the smoothest sounds on the net. Thank you. 
You are listening to Quiet Storm Inspirations with Minister Kenneth Jenkins. I wanna get it through to you. 
by your side I can only imagine What my eyes will see When your face Is before me I can only imagine Jesus, 
of a young girl being discovered by an industry insider while singing to herself pumping gas? One in 300 million. The odds of the daughter of a clergyman from Severn, Maryland, spending 11 weeks at number one on the U.S. singles charts? One in 19 million. The odds of going on to win six Grammy Awards? One in 1.4 million. The odds of selling over 40 million records? One in 800,000. The odds of this musician and performer having a child diagnosed with autism? One in 110. I'm Tony Braxton, and I encourage you to learn the signs of autism at AutismSpeaks.org. Early diagnosis can make a lifetime of difference. Autism Speaks. It's time to listen. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. The following is a presentation of God Questions Ministries. Is Jesus God? Did Jesus ever claim to be God? Jesus is never recorded in the Bible as saying the precise words, I am God. That does not mean, however, that he did not proclaim that he is God. Take, for example, Jesus' words in John 10, verse 30, I and the Father are one. We need only to look at the Jews' reaction to his statement to know that he was claiming to be God. They tried to stone him for this very reason. You, a mere man, claim to be God, verse 33. The Jews understood exactly what Jesus was claiming, deity. Notice that Jesus does not deny his claim to be God. When Jesus declared, I and the Father are one, he was saying that he and the Father are of one nature in essence. John 8, verse 58 is another example. 
Jesus declared, I will tell you the truth. Before Abraham was born, I am. The response of the Jews who heard this statement was to take up stones to kill him for blasphemy, as the Mosaic law commanded them to do. Leviticus 24, verse 15. John reiterates the concept of Jesus' deity. The Word was God, and the Word became flesh. John 1, verses 1 and 4. These verses clearly indicate that Jesus is God in the flesh. Acts 20, verse 28 tells us, Be shepherds of the church of God, which he bought with his own blood. Who bought the church? The church of God, with his own blood. Jesus Christ. This verse declares that God purchased his church with his own blood. Therefore, Jesus is God. Thomas, the disciple, declared concerning Jesus, My Lord and my God. John 20, verse 28. Jesus does not correct him. Titus 2, verse 13 encourages us to wait for the coming of our God and Savior, Jesus Christ. In Hebrews 1, verse 8, the Father declares of Jesus, But about the Son, he says, Your throne, O God, will last forever and ever, and righteousness will be the scepter of your kingdom. The Father refers to Jesus as, O God, indicating that Jesus is indeed God. In Revelation, an angel instructed the Apostle John to only worship God, Revelation 19, verse 10. Several times in Scripture, Jesus receives worship, Matthew 2, verse 11, Matthew 28, verse 9, for example. He never rebukes people for worshiping him. If Jesus were not God, he would have told people to not worship him, just as the angel in Revelation did. There are many other verses and passages of Scripture that argue for Jesus' deity. The most important reason that Jesus has to be God is that if he is not God, his death would not have been sufficient to pay the penalty for the sins of the world. A created being, which Jesus would be if he were not God, could not pay the infinite penalty required for sin against an infinite God. Only God could pay such an infinite penalty. Only God could take on the sins of the world, die, and be resurrected, proving his victory over sin and death. God Questions Ministry seeks to glorify the Lord Jesus Christ by providing biblical answers to today's questions. Online at gotquestions.org. Drive. 
We provide workbooks and training certificates. I even budgeted for cupcakes so we can celebrate as a class when one of our people gets a job. That's huge. When somebody says, hey man, that job that you helped me apply for, I got it. That's what Living United feels like to me. My name is Dale Pazinski. I help people achieve financial independence. So I don't just wear the shirt, I live it. Give, advocate, volunteer, Live United. Go to liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. You are listening to Quiet Storm Inspirations with Minister Kenneth Jenkins.
the Tram Radio Network with Minister Kenneth Jenkins.
Richard Franklin and Holy, Holy, Holy. Teach boys early that violence against women is wrong. Learn how to start the conversation at teachearly.org, brought to you by Futures Without Violence and the Ad Council. Also remind you that tomorrow, tomorrow morning, we'll be on at 5 a.m., bright and early, 5 a.m. for morning inspiration. Hopefully you'll join us.
issue and generated on the night side. This just in, three attackers, six others killed in London Bridge area terror attacks. Uh, this is from the RNN. Uh, police say three attackers were killed by police and six other people died in incident in London Bridge and a, and a nearby area of bars and restaurants. The BBC early reported that one than one death in a terrorist attack after a vehicle hit several pedestrians on London Bridge. Prime Minister Theresa May called it terrible called it a terrible incident and it is and said it is being treated as a potential act of terrorism. Shortly shortly afterward London Metropolitan Police declared it as a terrorist attack. Police, uh, police responded to what they call an incident at London Bridge and soon after reported shots were fired after responding to a stabbing at Brawl Market a few a few blocks away. Both incidents are confirmed as terrorism. Police said they, they also responded to a stabbing at Fox Hall two miles south of London Bridge, but that it was that it was connected to to the attacks. So pedestrians were running were run over by a van in London on on Saturday according to multiple eyewitnesses. The BBC reports police are searching for three possible armed suspects. Um London Ambulance Service took at least 20 people to six hospitals after treating a number of people at the London Bridge. An eyewitness told CNN he saw a van drive down the bridge at a high rate of speed, swerving toward pedestrians. BBC reporter Holly Jones was at the bridge when the van came through and reported the van veered off the, the road and, and into the crowd. The witness told CNN, two men enter a restaurant at Broad's Market, just south of London Bridge, and stabbed two people inside. The patrons sheltered in the basement until police arrived. Police treated injuries on the bridge. Buildings in the area were evacuated. Subway stations in the area shut down. Police say more than a dozen people were injured. The White House said President President Donald Trump is being briefed. Uh, he tweeted, quote, we are with you, and said the United States would do whatever, whatever was needed to help. He also used the incident to promote his, his proposed travel ban, which has been blocked by the federal courts. Um, that's just, that's just a, that was just news that was just in from the BB from the BBC and CNN on what happened. Um, hopefully, you'll get some more get some more uh, of what's been going on. Here's CC Winings and Comfort. Thank you. 
inspirations. Don't forget, tomorrow night we'll be on at 8 p.m. for Nation Talk. They have a new feature coming on for this summer. Check it out. That's Nation Talk, 8 p.m. Eastern Time here on Talk Show and Jam Radio. This is Amy Grant.
This is Anne Graham Lotz with Daily Light for Daily Living. What seemingly impossible task has God given you to do? Have you done it, or are you procrastinating? What if Noah had procrastinated and told God he would build the ark, but at a time when he felt more capable, or when his financial situation was more stable, or when his family was more self-sufficient, or when it was just more convenient? If Noah had the attitude many of us do when God gives us an assignment beyond our ability, he would have been totally unprepared for the horrifying devastation when it struck, and we wouldn't be here today to talk about it. Instead of procrastinating, Noah obeyed without question or hesitation. Genesis 6.22 says that he did everything just as God commanded him. Listen to me. What is your impossible task? Obey God just as he has commanded You'll be glad you did. This is Anne Graham Lott. Noah's Ark. What did it look like? Answers with Ken Ham, one of the speakers at the very popular Answers in Genesis seminars. Now, while the Bible doesn't give us all the details concerning Noah's Ark, it does reveal how big it was. And the Ark was an enormous ship, around 500 feet long, 75 feet wide, and about 50 feet high. Now, over the years, many creationists have pictured the ark as a big rectangular box. But if you come to our creation museum, you'll see Noah's ark pictured a little differently, but still with the biblical dimensions. Our ark expert, he's an engineer, well, he discovered that an ark with flat ends might break up because of the force of the waves. So he's suggesting a bow that's shaped more like a modern ship. And he also found that many ancient ships had a fin on the back and on the top. Our engineer did many experiments in water and found that such a fin acts to catch the wind and then turns the ship towards waves, and it helps make it very stable in rough seas. You know, such a vessel, well, it really could have survived the catastrophic global flood recorded in the Bible. What else does the Bible say about Noah's Ark? We hope you'll call and get a copy of our 95-page pocket guide on the Ark. It's yours for a donation of any amount. Call toll-free 1-888-89-ANSWERS. 24 hours a day at 888-89-ANSWERS, or get the pocket guide on Noah's Ark through our website of AnswersOffer.org.
name synonymous with the spirit of our country, founding fathers of the USA. Over 200 years ago, they shook off the chains of tyranny from Great Britain by divine call. Citing 27 biblical violations, they wrote the Declaration of Independence with liberty and justice for all. So something happened since Jefferson called the Bible the cornerstone for American liberty, then put it in our schools as a light. Or since give me liberty or give me death, Patrick Henry said, our country was founded on the gospel of Jesus Christ. We eliminated God from the equation of American life, thus eliminating the reason this nation first began. From beyond the grave, I hear the voices of our counting thoughts plead, you need God in America again. Thank you. 
and my Lord. I believe, Jesus, you are the Son of God. I believe you died for me to pay the price for all the wrong things that I've committed against God and against man. I believe that on the third day, by the power of God, you were raised from the dead as living proof that my trust in you tonight is not in vain. I believe that as Christ was raised from the dead, so tonight, Almighty God, you are raising me from the dead, from the depth of sin. You are giving me a new life, the life of Jesus Christ. Oh God, on my testimony and the belief in my heart and according to your word, at this moment, I believe I am saved. I am saved. I am saved. Oh, let me ask you, friends, in closing tonight, have you done this? Have you obeyed the gospel? Have you obeyed the gospel? Have you come to that obedience of faith? Have you come to that place of true repentance and true faith? Have you turned around? Have you forsaken your sin? Have you turned around? Have you forsaken your sin? And are you trusting alone tonight in Jesus Christ for your salvation? For there is no other way, there is no other message. For there is no other way, there is no other way. Oh, come to him, come to the Saviour tonight. Come to him just as you are. Come to him in your sin. Come to him in all your needs. Cast yourself upon his mercy and upon his infinite grace. Cast yourself upon his mercy and upon his infinite grace. Cast yourself wholly to him. You too will enter into that joy of sins again, peace with God, and eternal, abundant life through Jesus Christ, our Lord.
going to do it for your student until tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. Right and early for your early Sunday morning gospel program, Morning Inspirations. We'll talk to you again today. God bless you and good night. How do Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.